What's up, everybody? What's going on out there in Radio Land? You know, the land of the radio and the DJ and, of course, the fans like yourself. This is Alley Rally with your host, DJ Rick. And I'm always breaking it down like I do in the heart of Bedford, Texas, y'all, right here in the DFW, right there in the middle. We funky fresh and getting ready to take it by storm. I got to start my favorite show with my favorite catchphrase, y'all. What it is, what it was, what it shall be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, when it shall be a little bit of something just like this. If you're a 49ers fan, please stop listening to me because you may not like what I have to say later on. But, uh, man, you guys kind of handed it to our Dallas Cowboys. And this is probably the only response you're going to get out of me other than it was a game. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm still sore. Um, <laughs> well, the, the 49ers played exceptional. Let's just get that out the way. You played good. You played like champions. You executed. You took advantage of every opportunity that existed. Cowboys. Ah, um, <laughs> goodness gracious. When you give a team that good, or as a matter of fact, any team, you give them the opportunity to beat you. When you hand them the victory, they're going to run with it. You know they're going they're going to take it from you. They're going to spank you with it. They're going to show you about it, especially in their home, because you don't go to somebody else's stadium and give them a game like that and then expect different results. It doesn't happen that way. And you know, people can say what they want about Dak Prescott. I actually like Dak. I do. I've, I've always been a fan of his from day one. And yes, when he came out, he was explosive. He's got some problems, and you've got to address those. You have to face some facts sometime. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, I hate when people come up to me and say, this is a problem, or you have a problem, because you know nobody knows my problems but me. And I can probably say the same, or Dak Prescott can probably say the same, nobody knows my problems but me. Well, you know what? When it's in front of millions of people and, it, and you, <laughs> I can't find the words. The definition of stupid is trying the same thing and, and wanting different results, and it doesn't work that way. When you keep giving and handing off the ball and throwing bad passes and throwing them to their defense and they score on you over and over again, you know, I'm sorry, you got to find another way out of that. So if you can't correct it now, you're not going to do good later on. We are in the month of October, which means November, December, literally eight weeks, maybe nine weeks, ten weeks, whatever, worth of games and, and playoffs in perspective. So you got to address it now. I know there's a bye week coming up, and they need to take that week and concentrate. They don't need to go on vacation. They don't need to leave the country. They don't need to go to a spa. I mean, seriously, don't don't lose focus. You need to watch films and do what you do during the bye to get strong, to get healthy, and to get with your coaches and win. Your record still looks good, but it's not great. It's a lot better than some people out there playing. I'll give them that. But the end result is if you can't get it together, Dallas Cowboys, you're not going to get it together. You're not going to get woo. I could go all day about this. I really could. I'm, uh, you know, kind of ticked off. I didn't bet any money on it, but I just I <laughs> rushed home to get home and to get ready, get your favorite snack or whatever you're going to eat, your favorite beverage, and they play like that. Mm. Well, 
That, that's done. That's done. You know what? I'm going to play some music. That's what's going to happen. We're going to play some music and talk about some things. And I've got a big announcement happening about an event that's going to be on the 21st of October, next Saturday, for those in the Metroplex. And this is um, something that I think you guys will be interested in. You better, because I'm telling you about it. Yeah! I am. So, I'm going to play some music. You know what? i got some stuff I hadn't seen or heard in a while. Hopefully, it's going to load. Hopefully. And if it doesn't, well, we just got to reprogram it. One thing about the equipment that we use, and this is probably what other equipment that people um, use in the industry, is when you're electronic and you put something up and it may or may not play, it means you have to reprogram it again. You have to revamp it. you got to go to your source and say, okay, put back in there. There you go. So, let's say you have 100 songs. And for some reason, only 80 play. The song is listed. The song is in your library. But it doesn't load. And that can happen. But in today's technology, we shouldn't have that issue. But, you know, if it's electronic, you're going to have a fault somewhere. So I'm trying to see if some of these things uh, will load because they're good songs. And if not, you got to reprogram them and put it in. It's not a bad process. It's not even a long process. It's just it gets under your skin. Because there are certain things that I played when I was first starting out at Fishbowl years ago. And I asked myself, where is that song? I mean, I know we transitioned from the original studio to the second studio to our present location. So things kind of get mixed up because you got to unplug and plug back in, unplug, plug back in. Just like your computer at home, you might have an issue or two that's just electronic and you got to redo it. But... Some of those songs we can't retrieve because we forgot the source because back then things were different to program 13 years ago than they are now. And you have to sometimes go back to the mothership, as they call it. But you don't know where it is because, again, uh, things have changed. Bit rates have changed. Downloads have changed. Um, the source where you got it from have changed. Certain live things we got from artists that did a song live at a concert that was a limited edition and it wasn't a bigger hit, so they don't really have access to it. you got to find it. So I'm going to let you guys know that I found a folder I hadn't seen in a while. I'm going to see what's up and how it sounds, right? Why not? The music was good, and I hope that you guys enjoy it too. So sit back and relax. I'll be right back for that attack. I needed in this world you 
Yeah, a little bit of soul to soul right there. <laughs> I haven't heard them in a long time. I always wonder what happened to that group. Like, uh, they had, you know, more than one hit. I think they had like three or four. I don't know. They, they had a bunch, you know, and they, they sounded really good. Uh, one of the leaders, actually, his, he goes by the name of Jazzy B. Okay. And I've always liked that name. It just sounds really cool, you know. Soul to soul, you got the girl singing, whatever. The guy behind it, you know, he had the big braids and carried on, had a beard, kind of heavy set. And he went by the name of Jazzy B. So I always said if I had a daughter, I would name her Jasmine. For one thing, I like the name. I just do. And uh, I would name her Jasmine Diane. Why? Because I knew a girl named Susan Diane, and it sounded cool coming off the tongue. Susan D, you know, Susan Diane, so. I figure if I had a daughter, I would name her Jasmine Diane, call her Jazzy D, kind of like Jazzy B, right? So, you know, I, I, I could see myself, you know, down the road, and maybe if a daughter popped up, she'd be like, why you name me that name? I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because of this group here. And uh, Soul to Soul, man, they still got, if you ever hear that beat, that's like the, uh, how could I say it? Uh, the New Jack Swing thing happening in the 90s, and the New Jack beat was was kind of the signature well they took that but kind of gave it more of a neo vibe which is the birth of neo soul we break down everything in r&b you know you got r&b smooth jazz smooth r&b neo soul r&b you know all, all these categories of, of um pretty much urban music you might say but the thing is they're all one you know it's still it's different entities you know you got the mothership of r&b and then you got your conglomerates hanging out right so this was um Something that they mastered, and a lot of people sampled that beat, that, that kind of shuffle you heard there, which was really, 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 really universal. It crossed over. I always give you a little bit of history when I can of these songs because they influenced other people that we listen to today. So, Soul to Soul, hey, they do what they do, and they did it really, really, really good. Hats off to them. Anyway. I am missing my co-host right now. You know, Barbie is my girl, and she can't make it. Um, she's just going through some things that I don't, you know, want to disclose on, on radio. If you know, you know. And she's open about what was going on in her present situation. It's not a bad one. It's not life-threatening. It's not health issues or anything like that. But uh, she just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to come back when I come back, which will hopefully be soon. I do keep in touch with her, and I do talk to her. I know that... You guys have been missing her like I miss her, but uh, you know some people just want to make things harder on people and families, and she took care of the problem, but the thing is um, she just needs a little bit more time, but she promises she will be back and going to give me a hard time about it. Of course she will, and <laughs> you believe me, she will. She's going to give me a hard time. I think she's kind of waiting for that. When I see her uh, the next few days, uh, we'll probably be talking about uh, our holiday shows coming up. I always try to do... This time of year going forward, certain kind of holiday shows because we can't really avoid the big holidays, and we shouldn't. I know I've been a Grinch in years past about Christmas and stuff, but I've got personal reasons for that. However, um, you know, we do what we do during the holidays, and we see each other. We see family, old friends, make new ones, whatever, and we eat a lot, and that's, that's the thing. <laughs> we eat a lot during the holidays, and I don't think it's ever going to stop. I really don't think it's ever going to stop. So, uh, you know, eat what you can and then save the rest. You know, you shouldn't uh, be a glutton at the table. You shouldn't, but we will. <laughs> America is known for that. Now, this might scare the pants off you, or you may may not. But 
we have the most heart attacks and coronary disease and stuff like that per capita during um, holidays between uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's. Okay? And I'll say it again down the road because I like to remind people periodically about these things, especially when it comes to things that can be prevented. And that is during the Super Bowl, they have a higher rate of uh, heart attacks and stuff. Well, we drink a lot of beer and liquor and we eat a lot of food that we don't necessarily need. And most of it's going to be meat-based. Most of it's probably going to be beef or chicken. You know what? It's yummy. We do that. But if it's in moderation, you're going to be fine. You know, you can eat. You can drink. You can be merry. Just don't stuff it all down in one sitting. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. I've been guilty of that, too. But um, they tell people that, you know, in wintertime, we don't get out. We don't exercise as much. We don't get physical we just get comfortable and it's mainly because of weather situations especially if it's cold and if it's snow and you can't get out everybody's like well i can't get to the gym and no one really exercises and works out at home i'm guilty of that too i need to get back in my routine and i i miss my routine but i get motivated when i'm around other people at the gym opposed to doing it myself because i look at other people and i figure i can do that or it builds my endurance or i the vibe is there of everybody having a goal of better health. At home, it's just you and the TV, and I just I just can't seem to get the traction going. So during the holidays, exercise, drink your water, do what you got to do, and seriously, cut back on certain things or put them in the freezer and freeze them and get back to them later. They're not going to go away. Unless you have a roommate or a family member that just knows where it is and it's something that um, <laughs> you only make during the holidays, and that's another reason why we overindulge. We wait nine months to get whatever that special dish happens to be, and we go crazy. I'm guilty of that, too. I don't make cornbread dressing until Thanksgiving. As much as I like it, and as much as I miss the way my mother made hers when she was on this earth, trust me, that was a meal in itself, but she only made it during the holidays. I'm going to talk about that. In fact, I'll get to it now because I realize I don't have to go to commercial right now. But here's the thing. I'm going to do a show about foods that are holiday-based that only people make during the holidays. Well, I've always said you can have it whenever you want to, but you know, we're getting into where people are getting soup and stews and stuff like that because the weather has changed, or it is changing. And that's all good. I just feel if you want ice cream in December, you're entitled to it. If you want tomato soup in June, you're entitled to it. As long as you're making it, as long as you're buying the ingredients, well, that's that's on you. But I've heard total strangers come up to people say, you shouldn't be eating that. You, know, you shouldn't drink eggnog in August. If you want to, that's fine. There, there are no rules in this. My mother was an advocate about making gumbo when it was cold because it warms you up. It's a warm meal. And God bless her, and God love her. I understand the vibe with that, but damn it, if you want gumbo in May, you shouldn't get any flack over it. And so she said, well, if you want that, then you can make it yourself. But see, she put her special touch on things that had to be a certain time. So we do that holiday stuff, holiday this, Christmas that. So I'm just going to get up a soapbox about it because the thing is, the bottom line, if you want it whenever you want it, go for it. But I do understand that people will start getting back into whatever that is when the calendar is in their favor, you might say. Again, 
don't overindulge. There you go. Okay, let's get some more of this music up here. Um, I'm just trying to see if all this is going to play because I'm trying. I'm just picking out things that looks like it's going to load. If it doesn't, I have something right behind it, you know, to put in its place. I do. <laughs> and, you know, if it doesn't load, I go talk to my people in the engineer room and say, hey, this whole list ain't working. Why, we don't know. But we can reprogram it. Hey, right back for that attack, y'all. Now I'm out here looking like revenge Feeling like a 10, the best I ever been And yeah, I know how bad it might hurt to see me like this But it gets worse Now you're out here looking like regret Ain't too proud to beg, second chance you'll never get And yeah, I know how bad it might hurt to see me like this But it gets worse Now payback is bad chicken, baby Do heavy, 
Long toss snaggly gold tooth. <laughs> Funk in habit form leather wearing. Bean pole looking. Black. I know you're just old and you're fat. You know it too, don't you? You know it. You're just fat and old. Hit me.
Yeah, that's on Love Strain, y'all. On Love Strain. Okay, you know, it's a remake of uh, Bruno Mars and his crew remaking old R&B stuff, and uh, it sounds good. Sounds good then. Sounds good now. And uh, just has a little bit of a touch of the 2023 musical flair, but... Other than that, it really, really, really sounds good. Uh, the song before that was called Tricky. That was by the group The Time. Now, here's the thing about that song, okay? It's like when you release a single back in the day, because now you release a single and it's just that. It's, it's a single, you know? You don't get anything else. You might get a remix of that particular song, like on the same CD, right? But you don't get... A totally different song and where i'm going with this is when you had a 45 back in the day a little small records people call them those small itty bitty records that most younger people don't know about and they're actually making a comeback now because vinyl is like the new <laughs> new way of listening to music well the b side is supposed to be a throwaway side because you've got to record on both sides so you know usually they put a song that they want to sell on the b side and normally it's not a hit or no one even cares to play it. I mean, how many B-sides have, have really, really knocked over the world? And there's a few. But typically, your target's always your A-side, whatever the hit happens to be. And then the other one's like, well, maybe one day that will sell, right? You know, I mean, the artist wrote it, and they record an album, let's say, uh, typically 10 tracks, you know? Anything... Outside of, I guess, seven or eight tracks is considered an album. Anything six or less, like five songs, four songs, whatever, it's called an EP, which is basically a way of saying you either don't have enough songs or you didn't have the budget to do a full-length album. Either way, the 45 was a song everybody's buying. Well, this that song, Tricky, was the B-side, okay? And that became... Almost more of a hit than not a hit, you might say, because it got airplay and people talked about it. And that was literally a song they kind of threw together. And you got to know the history of Morse Day and the time about them being humorous and off the wall, quirky, whatever you want to call it, right? And that song, you, you got to know the group. You got to know the lead singer, Morse Day. And every time I hear this, I, I just crack up. I just die laughing because it's funny knowing how they record stuff. And that could actually have been a full-length song i mean the song i think it's good the music part of it keyboards and whatever you know but the lyrics you know you just you gotta know morris day and every time i play it i just throw my hands up in there and just crack up because uh it brings back memories and the group itself being a dynamic group founded by none other than prince yeah so a little bit of history there so <laughs> i gotta give you history today because i'm abandoned my guest could make it. Not Barbie. I'm talking about another guest that was uh, scheduled to be here. And these scheduling conflicts do happen. So I said, you know what? I'll give you one chance and you come back and you know see me next time. Because these things can happen on the fly. Uh, everybody's got a story. Situations do happen. And I give people at least one chance. And if it happens continually, well, they won't be a part of it. But that won't be the case. I get what's going on. So I am playing more music but explaining to you because I want people to understand the songs, the artists, why they wrote what they wrote. I love music trivia. I love music trivia. I like to know how groups got started, why they picked that song, why they wear what they wear on stage. You know, these groups and singers, whatever, musicians, they drop hints to their crowds about what they do. Or why it's symbolic. Or, um, you know, Prince wearing purple. 
you know, things behind that. Uh, you know, more staying the time with their choreography and how they wore their clothes. They didn't get into the fancy part of their wardrobe because they said they want people to easily emulate them. So, you know, they wore ties and, and jackets and, you know, it's, it's easy to be like them kind of thing. You know, Kiss wears the makeup and they say why they do. Um, everybody's got whatever it is. Rick James and his braids. Everybody had to be close to six foot in height and then he had like four inch heels on top of that and thigh high boots. You know, that was what his persona was. Hey, you know, this is how it's going to be. The Temptations were in matching suits and the choreography. There's all these things that groups do we don't understand or it's interesting why they do and that contributes to their success. Yeah. So, I give it to you like that. I love music trivia. I really, really do. So stay tuned for the uh, second hour. We're not there yet. But when we get there, i got a big announcement to tell everybody about an event happening in the Metroplex. And I'll give you a hint. It's in Louisville, Texas. Not too far from here. It's in the Metroplex, Louisville, Texas, off of Highway 121. And I've been there a couple of times. Hadn't been there in recent years, but I'm coming back. October 21st. It is a Saturday. And I want to tell you guys what's going on with that. So you know what you got to do? You got to stay tuned. Back to some music, back to some commercials, and back to some more music, history, and trivia. Let me tell you. Girl, you my little boo thing. So I'll give a hoot what you do. Say, girl, I know. You a little too plain. I'll be shooting that shot like 2K, girl, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Put a little gold in the teeth and the fit good, so I took the doors off the deep, okay? I see a brother holding your seat, no beef, but I'm trying to get the noise released. Don't take my talking to your own. I can keep it chill like the Sovian Blunt. I'ma keep it real when your man long gone. If you're looking for a friend, then you got the wrong song. Baby girl, what's good? What's with ya? If you book tonight, that's fiction. I'm outside, no pictures. You want me? Go figure. Up to the back, to the front. You a 10, baby girl, but I know I hate you. Up to the back. To the front, you a 10, baby girl, but I'm the one. You my little boo thing, so I'll give a hoot what you do. Say, girl, I know you a little too tame. I'll be shooting that shot like 2K, girl, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Say, girl, I know you a little too tame. I'll be shooting that shot like 2K, girl, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Tell him I'm, tell him I'm next. Tell him you find a little something too fresh, I know. Hey, y'all, we got this thing we want to do here. And we want y'all to join on with LTD and hop along with us. Go like this. Come on, y'all.
tell you what that's a that's a susan tedeschi actually that's the name of that artist susan tedeschi and she's really really bluesy obviously and to me she's kind of got that janice joplin influence of the screaming you know of, of the vocals but it works i mean it, it sounds good uh she also plays guitar she plays the guitar solo and stuff like that so she's just 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 not a rhythm guitar player. She actually plays with her band and she came to town recently here in the DFW area. Um I love that song. I just I fell in love with it when I first heard it and um you know, she's got a lot of R&B influence as well as rock influence, but um blues women don't get a lot of airplay. A lot of blues men don't either. That's one of the least uh, you know, songs and and uh, genre that you hear. You hear a lot of it on AM radio, but AM radio is not nowhere near as popular as FM or digital radio. And a lot of your blues artists, outside of BB King, Bobby Blue Bland, and people like that, superstars, royalty of blues, you don't hear a lot of blues artists. You don't. You know they exist. They don't make a lot of money. They don't, their concerts aren't that big. But when they have the women that sing the blues, really get handed a bad card, and. The best way I can say this is this is kind of a, a bluesy white woman, but she's got more of a rock-based following that kind of puts her where she is. So she's more of a, a, a known name, you might say. But she can sing and she can play, and I love hearing that song all the time. Say. Susan Tedeschi, that song's called Hurt So Bad. Yeah, because she just, you know, gets up there and just, hey, she's hurting bad, right? It sounds like it. <laughs> But it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, a little LTD before that we party hardy with lead singer Jeffrey Osborne, for those that did not know that. Uh, Jeffrey Osborne has been a big um, star in his own right. When he left the group, the group quickly folded. They tried coming back, and some groups can without their lead singer. He just figured, I'm going to make a lot more money by myself, and it's not a bad move. Lionel Richie and other artists have done that before. But the Commodores are still around, but LTD, the group, they tried. They just It just didn't work for them not having him. If they're around, they're not making much. I mean, I haven't seen or heard anything about the band and no telling where the rest of the members are, you know. But uh, he still sounds good. He's, he, does, he does a lot of cruises, a lot of R&B cruises. A lot of people are going on cruise ships playing for these people. They pay lots of money to get on those boats, man. They do. So you can still make a good, substantial living doing entertainment at night being the feature saying this is the love cruise featuring Jeff B. Osborne whatever and these cruise lines sell out you know they have other artists on there too but I'm saying they just um, they do what they do they, they entertain and people still pay money they still sound good so he ain't going nowhere you know he's still doing his thing um if you haven't noticed, for those that do shop online, because just about everybody does to one capacity or the other, that this is an Amazon day. Now, I'm not trying to endorse Amazon, but I'm trying to tell you Amazon is trying to get you with that Prime membership. And a lot of people complain because they pay extra for Prime. And if it works in your favor, fine. And some people say, hey, we're kind of being taken by it. 
because there's fees in here that we don't want to um, pay. And believe me, I get that. I get that. Everybody's trying to make some money. And you got to pay for certain things. But in return, you get the the Amazon, um, what is that there? TV shows and stuff like that. Amazon TV is included in your Prime membership. That's how I saw Coming to America too. was that I got on there and I bought something and got the Prime. And then I canceled it. You can cancel the Prime membership. Like if you want to get something that day or the next day, say you got a sweater and you wanted the sweater to be delivered tomorrow without paying the fee, whatever, without paying your, you know, whatever you need to pay, okay, you can do that. But you can also cancel the next day saying, you know what, I don't want Prime anymore. And they try to tell you like, well, if you stick around, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, we'll give you this, whatever. Hit cancel. You don't have to pay that 14 bucks a month. You're not going to get penalized. And your stuff will still come as promised because they give you Prime membership for like a week or sometimes three days. You know, Enough to kind of bait you to say, keep on doing it. So I've done this a, for a long time. If I want something and I get it on Prime, I activate the Prime because it says free shipping. Then the next day... I cancel, and they'll ask me why, and I'm saying I'm not interested. And they'll say, well, if you get another week of Prime, we'll still get you free shipping on another item that you want. Or you know what? I haven't. I don't want to order anything the week after. <laughs> Go ahead and cancel. Boom. I don't have anything on my credit card or you know, reoccurring billing or nothing like that. It always works. People don't understand that. So Prime Days are today. I just want to warn everybody listening to me that you can get your Prime membership temporary for here and there. It's just that you don't have to worry about the monthly fee if you cancel the next day or day after. Now, there is something on the Amazon app when you do this that says you can cancel immediately. You also will get a warning saying, hey, your membership is up in three days. So it warns you before that billing starts or the day of or the day before, excuse me. It'll say this is the last day of your benefits. Would you like to continue? So they will give you the option, people, (laughs) the option if you want to keep it or not. So they're not really doing anything under the table. But what they are doing is saying, we still want to drag you on and pay or pay half membership. Whatever it is to get a little bit of money out of you, they're going to do that. Keep in mind, you got that option because people are still saying, well, I don't like Prime. They're taking advantage of me. Well, in Amazon's defense, they give you the option saying cancel today, cancel in a few days or cancel the day before. And your card will not be billed. I'm testifying. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. (laughs) I don't like being charged don't want to be charged (laughs) you know for for more things especially if i do not need them i'm not that type of amazon person so today being amazon it's today and tomorrow you're going to get better discounts on things people start to shop early you get it delivered to you today tomorrow whatever they're trying to tell you it can happen but please be conscious that you can set the tone on where you want your Amazon Prime. And they keep offering it to you every time you shop there. So if you don't have it, they try to squeak that in. They try to tell you, 
okay, well, if you want this hat today, well, Amazon's got a prime, whatever, you know. Nope, 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 I don't need it. I'll get it, then I cancel it. A month later, someone's birthday comes up. I look on Amazon. Okay, this is cool. I'll buy a DVD, and they'll offer it to you again. Anytime you shop there and you don't have the prime, they're going to offer it to you. We all know that, in case you did not know, because some people don't shop there as frequently as some people do. I have a neighbor the Amazon van is always parked in front of their house. <laughs> always get something. And it's convenient because you get what you want. It's delivered to you at a fair price, I think. Sometimes with the membership, then there might be the benefit. There might be. It doesn't benefit me. So before I go to the top of the hour here, I want to leave you with that. And I'm serious about this. You don't have to spend that extra money. You do not have to. They tell you what's going on. I watched the news before I left my house today. And they just got all these ads out there. And there are a lot of good bargains out there. If I win the lottery tonight, then I'm, I'm going shopping, all right? You'll see that increase in my house. I'll probably fill my house to the roof with a bunch of things. I like Amazon. I do. There are things that I want. And there are a few things I need, but my needs aren't as much as my wants. I'm not going to lie. I want a lot of stuff on, on Amazon. I do. And not big, expensive stuff. Just stuff. But they're trying to get you guys now because we're almost in the middle of the month. Today is the 11th. We're almost halfway through October. And then the holidays are almost here. Watch your Prime. Watch your bank account and make sure they're not charging you for it. And there is a way out. Again, you can cancel the next day. Sometimes you can actually cancel that day. Wait an hour or two after you made your purchase. And then they're going to ask you all the questions. Why didn't you like it and whatever. But they do that three or four times. You will eventually, seriously, you will eventually hit, I don't want this anymore, cancel. You just have to keep going through the annoying process of skip this process or remind me later or can we fix it for you? Can we offer you more? Is there anything to do to get you to keep it? But believe me, the end of the day is you will say, I don't want it. And I promise you, you will not be charged. Keep that in mind. Buying your Halloween stuff, buying whatever you're going to buy for Thanksgiving, and you know Christmas is right there. And please order early. Please order early. If not, because you know people want to snatch stuff off your porch and everything, I recently told some people, you can have your stuff delivered at an Amazon center. Most of them are in front of QT or gas stations where you live, and they're lockers, like a lockbox locker, okay? And you go there, and they give you a code. You scan your code. Your box opens up. You get your purchase. No one takes it from you. I've done this many times. I don't like a lot of things coming to my house because people have the potential of taking them. With that being said, you have the option of having your stuff secure. You paid for it. You're entitled to it. Put that as an option. Send to one of your centers. You put your zip code in, and the center that is closest to you or the first five, whatever, you get the option where you want to get it. Once it's there, it's held, I think, for three to five days. Because if you don't pick it up, it goes back. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Oh, shoot. I can't believe I sneezed on air. <laughs> but it felt good. Anyway, uh, top of the hour, so I'm going to play some songs. We're going to come right back for the Brody Locks calendar and the big announcement. I told you guys to hang on the big announcement. Are you a content right creator looking for a new way to connect your fans and monetize your work? Well, look no further than fansview.com. 
With FansU.com, you can engage directly with most dedicated fans without worrying about the creator-unfriendly policies. You can choose how your content is distributed and monetized and earn money of your own on your own terms. Whether you're a musician, artist, or influencer, FansU.com offers a range of monetization options to help you build a sustainable business model for your work. And with communities that bring together like-minded fans, you can create a stronger, more supportive community around your content. So why wait? Join FansView.com today and take your content to the next level. Connect with your fans, monetize your work, and build the community you've always dreamed of. FansView.com, the ultimate platform for content creators. F-A-N-Z-V-U.com. Introducing the best vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas in the city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world, Dank Vodka. That is DankSpirits.com. Get you some. Are you a college student graduating in 2023 from an arts program? The Listening Heart Mini Motivational Scholarship is now taking applications. This scholarship is open to students graduating in 2023. If you're graduating from an associate's or bachelor's program in art, music, film, graphic design, or theater, you can qualify for free money. For more information, find Create Community Dancing Light Promotions on Facebook or call 575-626-6571. This scholarship was created in memory of Marianne Listening Heart and Minnie Marie Bixler. Apply today until December 25th, 2022. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off from school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The Nashville Sound meets the soul of Memphis. The CMA New Artist of the Year shares a drink with his superstar buddy from the home of the blues. Get your feet, Nashville. First, Chris Stapleton, and it's Justin Timberlake.
just to get close to you Could we burn someday And I'll run for miles just to get a taste Yeah, you know I'm back, y'all. I am back, and I had to, you know, play a few extra songs there because I was kind of in the mood for it. Uh, just uh, 
I had a flow going, like in my mind, what I wanted to hear and things like that. And that was one of the songs, man. I mean, you know, that kind of brings back uh, memories, um, hearing that around the house and stuff called Soulful Strut. And I don't know why, but I, I think about that when I see like runway stuff, like people on the uh, catwalk, you know, like modeling shows, whatever. It just has that feel to it. I don't know why that is. But when I hear it, I think about like somebody on the runway and somebody's like, all right, coming out next, wearing the Versace suit, whatever, whatever. This is whoever. And they strut to that song. It just has that right tempo and beat to it. So, you know, it's, it's just a good song. Instrumental. You don't need a words, whatever. You just play your music and you just jam to it. <laughs> Sounds real good. Uh, before that, Rihanna, Love on the Brain, Chris Stapleton, of course, by Tennessee Whiskey. And all my commercials, including Fans View. F-A-N-Z-V-U dot com. The best platform there is out there. Uh, looks like we're going to add to our um, our magazine that's supposed to be coming out sometime soon. There's a magazine we've been working on, and it takes a while to put it together, but all the elements are there now. It's just a matter of putting it on paperback and having it printed. So, you know, Fans View does what they do. And when we get Barbie back in, we're going to do another episode of our, um, our show, which is um, on the platform and also on YouTube. I put a our first episode on YouTube so people can watch it to understand that we are there and then we are going to do others, you know, other um, um, shows for the platform. So we're cross-promoting that way. So everybody's like, well, I don't have a fans of your account. Well, you might get one. And once you do, you'll check out what we got. And if you don't have one and you still want to see our shows, then go to YouTube. Go to Hot Grills of Texas. That's my barbecue show. But I'm putting other video on there in addition to my barbecue segments that I had on air for over three years. And, um, you know, it's kind of right there. Kind of put it there to promote and let people know other platforms are around. And I may be going to L.A. to see what else is happening with this platform. And that's up in the air right now. I was informed of that one on Saturday. So there you go. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Um. Let me get to this. Well, I got. I can get to the calendar in a second. You guys know I always do my Brownie Locks calendar with my holidays and stuff because I love holidays. But what's coming up? The big news that I keep telling everybody about. Well, here it is. On the twenty-first of October, there's something called the Best Little Brew Fest of Texas because people drink a lot of beer down here. So it's a brew fest and it's a micro brew fest so it's independent companies based in texas because we have a lot of breweries here lots of breweries i don't know how many we have in the metroplex let alone the state but micro brew is really big nationwide i have a buddy who's actually making his own beer in his house in the state of texas you can make beer and you can make wine without penalty the liquor authorities will let you do that i've been making wine for years okay i've been making wine is easy wine you don't have to worry about having to brew it like putting it on the flame kind of thing where you have to brew beer and if it's done incorrectly it'll explode on you because of the pressure and stuff so see i don't want to deal with that typically when you make your own beer the first couple of times it will People say it's going to blow up on you because you don't know what you're doing unless someone there is actually training you and you do what you do. But once you learn from your mistakes, you're going to be fine. I just want to clean up a bunch of mess. And you know what? You know, I drink beer. Yes, I do. But uh, wine to me was just 
fruits and and vet I can say fruits and vegetables <laughs> fruits sugar yeast and water and you let it sit you just go on your way that's it and after you filter it you bottle it up and you let it sit delicious <laughs> you know but the brew fest is based on all these micro companies coming together at one location for charity. And the charity is called Cloud9 Charities. They benefit teen suicide and they benefit Alzheimer's because the person who put it together, her father suffered from Alzheimer's. And she just wanted to help that you know, research. They came to me when I first started radio at our first location. I think it was a year after I started at Fishbowl. So let's say this has been around for what? over 10 years, but I mean, when they came, they, they didn't expect it to be this big. They just thought it's going to be something, but it's gotten huge, up to five to 6,000 people, and we may get more than that, okay? They show up and they drink this beer. Now, here's how this works. I'm not sure how other festivals work, but for this festival, it goes like this. You pay your fee to get in, and then you got to go get your cards. Now imagine like a you know like an index card, you know, recipe card kind of thing. There're going to be six punches on this card. And some cases they can be nine, but the thing is you go to each little booth and if you want to try their beer, they punch your card and they give you a sample. The sample is about the size cup of your mouthwash cup or the bathroom cup, you know, those small Dixie cups they got really tiny, you know, kind of that the doctor puts medicine in back in the day and say, here, here's your medicine in a little cup, you know, or a little portion cup you get when you get your ketchup and your mustard at the restaurant, those small cups, right? You know, smaller than a shot glass, okay? Or sometimes it can be a shot glass. It depends on how big those portions are. If you're VIP, then your cup is probably a size of a small sippy cup. It's a, it's a bigger portion, but they fill that up and you sample the beer, okay? Believe me, you go to this place, you, you get enough of these samples, you're going to be fine. After your first card is punched, you can go back and get a second card for like another 5 bucks or 10 bucks, whatever the price is. So you can drink what you want as long as you're getting those punch cards. They're not going to give you the whole bottle. They're not going to include that in, um, you know, in the price because they make money by, you know, more punch cards, more punch cards, more punch cards, stuff like that. So that's their system. But we had at one year 60 craft breweries, 60, six, zero. That is a lot of drinks, 60 craft breweries. Um, we had like 14 Texas wines and 14 or 11 hard liquors, vodka, Rum, you know, they kind of put them all there. And at the end of the day, around 7, they had a award show, like first in place, second place, first in show, whatever, you know, and a little dinner to go along with. you got to eat something, man, after drinking all that stuff. They've got um, car show, lots of, lots of classic cars I loved, and food trucks. I think they had like six or seven. They may have more this year because, you know, they got to make money. But... It's you can bring the family, you can bring your date, or just come by yourself. It's on the city steps of Louisville, Louisville City Hall, off of one twenty one, and I will be the only entertainment that they have. They're not having any bands this year. They're not having any musical acts, singers, or anything like that. They've asked me to say, "Hey, man, we want you to be our DJ." I accepted. 
And yes, for those being nosy out there, it's a paid position. <laughs> but, um, you know, I get to do this in front of thousands of people, and it's a fundraiser, so my heart goes out to that part. And also to put Fishbowl Radio on the map, to put my show on the map, to uh, step up, you know, my career with my DJ stuff. And hopefully there'll be some more work I find out of this, but they literally have thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Thousands. Thousands. So, I will be there, DJ. And I'm very happy about that. That is next Saturday, 21st, Best Little Brewfest, Texas. I believe it starts around noon, ends around 6 or 7. The weather's going to be great. There's no rain in the forecast. It's going to be cool like it is now. And we're just going to have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, you'll come out there and uh, you'll see me. That's where I'm going to be. Yay, me. Pat on the back. <laughs> all right, Brownie Locks calendar. Here we go. That's right. All the holidays are, are on here from brownielocks.com. If you want a holiday yourself, there you go. All these things you've seen on your social media starts right here, brownielocks.com. Um, this is October, so this month we are celebrating. Uh, this is Black Cat Awareness Month, Bat Appreciation Month, like the bats that fly, Apple Month. This is AIDS Awareness Month. This is a Shelter Dog Month. This is uh, Financial Planning Month, Esport Month, uh, Head Start Awareness Month, National uh, Family Sexually Education Month. You know, for people to talk to their kids about sex, uh, Liver Awareness Month. It's also National Sex Month, uh, the education of sexual education, Stop Bullying Month, Toilet Tank Repair Month. Um, physical Therapy Month, Poppin' Popcorn Month, and National Pork Month. Oh, I love the hog, man. You got that right. Let's do this. Our weekly holidays, let's see. We are World Space Week from the 4th through the 10th. Um, OCD Awareness Week, 8th to the 14th. National Women's Motorcycle Week, that's one of my holidays also. I uh, founded that one. So it's the second full week in um um, October. Uh, see, Albuquerque International Boon, Balloon Fiesta Week. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. I've seen all these hot air balloons in the desert of Albuquerque. They're colorful. They're bright. They go really good against the canvas of the desert. It's a beautiful expo. I swear. I love the pictures that people take when this, these balloons take off. It's beautiful, man. I just, I, I'd like to go there one day and check it out because it just seems so nice. Something that I've always wanted to do. There you go. Uh, for our daily holidays, to see. Uh, yesterday was World Mental Health Day. That's an important one. U.S. Navy Academy Day was yesterday. Uh, National Handbag Month was, was yesterday. Uh, International Newspaper Carrier Day. I can't get that one out of my mouth today. International Newspaper Carrier Day. Yeah. Hug a Drummer Day. Okay. I sometimes play the drums. So you know what? Give me a hug. World Homeless Day was also yesterday. That's very important. Today, being the 11th, it is Southern Food Heritage Day. Oh, get down with that. Yes, 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 yes. Southern food is where it is, people. Yes, it is. Uh, National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work and School Day. If you got a teddy bear, go ahead and bring it. International Day of the Girl Child. Um, let's see here. Bully Prevention Day. Yep. Emergency Nurses Day is today, and also National Coming Out Day. You know, some people have been in the closet with their sexuality, and they say this might be the day you want to come out, you know, and people are going to be in your corner. Some are going to give you a hard time about it, but you be yourself. You be yourself. That's where it comes. 
Aha, enough babbling. So <laughs> I'm going to play y'all some tunes, man. Yeah, you know, I've got this all kind of old stuff kind of queued up and some good stuff's coming out. Haven't heard this song in a while. Aha, I'm going to go ahead and play it. Be right back for that attack. The name game. Shirley, 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 for Burley, for Nana, Fanna, for Furley, Fee, Fine, for Merley. Shirley. Lincoln, 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 for Bingen, for Nana, Fanna, for Bingen, Fee, Fine, for Mingen. Lincoln. Come on, everybody. I say, now let's play a game. I bet you I could make a rhyme. It like it wasn't there But a B or an F Or an M will appear And then I say Bo had a B Then I say the name Then banana fan or an O And then I say the name again With an F third name Then a B Phi and a Mo And then I say the name again With an M this time And there isn't any name That I can't rhyme Let's 
To the evening signal that means i love you yes it does that is the mac band out of dallas believe it or not uh you know what at one point in time well okay the mac band first of all we get r&b you know local bands but there's not a lot of places for r&b bands to shine and i'm, I'm honest about that since the days of me playing in bands until present day there's not a lot of places that have live R&B music. But there are a lot of good R&B bands out there. 
but there aren't many places for them to showcase the talent, okay? You're going to find your places that book bands, but most of them will be top 40, like the bands I played in. You know, they play a variety, so you can play R&B, but I'm saying, like, strictly R&B soul, you know. Uh, and some, some places will book them, too. They will. They will. But not as many. The more versatile you are, then, of course, you're going to get booked a lot more places. And in Texas, if you're playing country, you're going to make a lot of money. You know, country music, it, it doesn't matter what kind of country it is, you're going to make tons of money because there's a big demand for it. But the Mac Band was one of the really good premier R&B groups that came out of Dallas that went national, that went number one. That song actually went number one. And I remember when that song came out, man, I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought, man, this is great. I actually met the um, lead singer, Darren McCampbell, Mick Campbell. Uh, that's why they call it the Mac Band, because he and his brothers formed it. Vocalist, okay? Lead vocals, anyway. He's very tall. He's like six foot five. He's not short. And a very nice guy. I had a very pleasant conversation with him about the music and their tour and you know I just wanted to know more about them because they put DFW on the map like Erica Badu has been doing um, you know some other rappers that come out of here and some other R&B artists but you know this man this band just broke through crazy and that was a song that put them on the map called Roses Are Red McDonald's even did a commercial with them a Big Mac commercial and I mean these guys you know they were good. Uh, they had a follow-up hit called Someone to Love. That that charted, too. It, it charted. Um, it'd be like number five or something like that, but um, they never had another number one hit after that. And the group disbanded. They do different things. Uh, the lead singer is very involved with this community. I think he does some outreach also. I think he and his brothers are have something to do with the ministry as well. And I'm sure their their music in church is rocking because this music is rocking too, you know. But they really put us on the map. Like people are coming to Dallas to do R and B, opposed to going to Atlanta where everybody's doing R and B out in Atlanta. They're doing some damn good R and B in Atlanta, you know, ATL. But uh Darren McCampbell, lead singer of the Mac band out of Dallas, Texas, Roses are Red. I, I still like that jam. I, it just brings back memories, you know, clubbing. Chasing girls, <laughs> cutting up back in the day, you know, uh, and he had he had the sound for back in the day too. I uh, seen the band that another one of his brothers played in, and they played that song while he was there. He didn't think anything of it, you know. He's dancing and carrying on and high fiving the musicians. That's how I met him. I was like, wait a minute, they're playing this song, and here he is, the lead singer of the song. Checking it out, right? And not mad at all. He's like, man, sounds good. He even danced to a couple of songs out there. Like, that's Darren, man. How you doing, man? We talked and everything. I need to see if I can find him and put him on my show. So it's all one big family when it comes to people who support the music scene because there's a lot of competition among people. And we try to do things ourselves when we should collaborate and help each other out. And then there's the issue of money and whatever else that comes along with it. We just stick to ourselves and get all selfish with it. Yeah. Anyway, a little history behind that song. Yeah, I'm glad you got that. Anyway, the Brewfest, like we said, Brewfest is coming up. It's a place where everybody needs to be and raising money for suicide prevention and um, Alzheimer prevention. The reason they chose the suicide thing is because there was someone very close to the owners who sadly killed themselves. 
because of a bullying incident. And you guys know I'm an advocate against that. That just, just bullying has no, no no place anywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just no needs to stop. People hurt themselves needlessly, and they kill themselves. And things like that can be prevented. I, I'm, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about it because it irritates me. But um, we can do this. We can do this. As a community, we can do this. Yes. Go out and support. Spend some little money or spend a lot of money. Listen to me on the microphone. The show is mine. It's my whole stage. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you out there that can make it. Well, back to the music. This is a Stevie Wonder song I hadn't heard in a long time. I'm a big Motown fan. For those that do not know, I'm a big Motown fan. Raised on it. I love it. I play it every chance I get. If it's on the radio, I'm singing most of the songs. Very, very much a big influence on me playing music, whether it be at a party or whether it be in the band. Motown. That's all I can say is Motown. (laughs) Best music on the planet, you guys. Best music on the planet. Yes, it's old, but it still sounds good. And people do remakes all the time, and they just it's just amazing. One of my life's ambitions is to go back to Detroit and go to that museum. Because every time I went, I never had the opportunity. But I need to go see it, feel it, touch it, live it, have fun with it, and have some memories. But right now, I'm going to play some Stevie Wonder for you. Here you go. Too much. 
Yeah, it did. It tumbled right there. <laughs> that is uh, David Ruffin, the former lead singer of The Temptations. Well, he was lead singer and became former. That was his first hit uh, when he left the group. Uh, again, I do research on this stuff. I research it, um, you know, what happened, you know, who side of the story. Of course, you see the movie like The Temptations, and they have their adapt- adaptation of what they perceive happened or what's in their eyes, whatever. Of course, other people are like, no, that didn't happen that way, you know, whatever. Well, you know what? Something happened. <laughs> but I do know that this was his hit after he left the group. And one guy said in the Motown family, because he recorded it at Motown, you know, he just he left the group, but he didn't leave the label at that particular time. He just, you know, I'll just do my own kind of thing, you know. So I had the same musicians, the same studio and all that stuff. Uh, somebody said, well, basically he took whatever the Temptations did and just put his name on it. You know, This is clearly, or that was clearly, a staple Temptations song back in the day. If you notice the way it was arranged and the sound, all that, you know, all you got to do is put the, the guys behind you and then, believe me, that would have been a hit. It was a hit, but I'm saying more of a Temptations group hit opposed to a solo artist hit. And as a kid, you know, I thought it was a Temptations song. And I realized, hey, this is after he left the Temptations. I knew I heard it. The thing was, it sounds so much like he was with the group that most people, if you didn't know, then you, you assumed that that's what it was. So I researched it because I saw the video of him by himself. I said, wait a minute, you know. Is this the song he did after he left? It turns out that was the first thing he did. And had some success to it. Really did. Had something that people wanted to listen and buy, you know, and I don't know what he did for concerts and stuff like that. But the backup singers sound just as good, in my opinion, on this song, like the Temptations did. And you may not know, but even the Temptations had backup singers on their recordings. I didn't think they needed them. I'm being honest. I'm a Temptations fan for life. But, you know, they had backup singers. I'm talking about male singers. Now, if you needed a female voice, I, I get that. But these, you know, they hired other guys to sing behind them. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will leave that one right there because uh, those men could, could tear it up. And they didn't need anybody. But who am I? I'm just a DJ that spins music. And that's it. Well, I'm definitely going to see you guys next week. We're going to talk about this and that best we can. Um, well, I'm scheduled to be here next week. I might find the job in between. Says, hey, we're going to hire you. <laughs> and if that happens, then I'll play a rebroadcast, right? But um, we're getting into that season. Everybody's booking parties. And they want uh, quality entertainment. And I'm going to provide it. Uh, I'm getting out of my happy place now. But you know what? You guys... Definitely have yourselves a happy. And I got some other music queued up from way back when and some stuff that we listen to now. So you can stick around until the next show. I will see you guys then. Have a very, very good week. We'll see you soon. All big
heaven, so I did it. 